been a week since I crashed. I had my biggest crash yet on Monday night, and I'm now waiting for my MRI results to find out if I have to get a surgery on my shoulder. Um, I tore up my shoulder, dislocating it, crashing to the ground, um, racing up Spring Creek Trail at Annadale State Park on Monday, and um, I hit my head, got a concussion, ended up in the ER after a half mile, one hour walk. Um, I was rescued by some nice strangers, hikers on the trail after trying to dial out for 30 minutes with no reception because Spring Creek is in a canyon and there's no reception. So I patiently waited, sat there with my bike, lifted my body up with one arm and realized that my shoulder was very dislocated and just tried not to panic. And I used my left leg to push the bike off of me, which was on me when I flew <laughs> flew to the ground, crashing. I cut my head open. It was There was blood. Um, luckily, I got through with the help of some very kind strangers, um, uh, Bob and Jeff, and they're my heroes. Um, they called my boyfriend for me, who came in the ranger track, um, the state ranger, and then the regional park ranger also came. I could have been picked up by Henry One, which is the um, rescue helicopter that comes and gets us crazy mountain bikers off the mountain when we do crashes like this. And I, thinking back, I think that maybe I would have not torn up my arm so much um, and ruined it more if I had gone on the helicopter, but I didn't know if it was going to cost 7000 14000 at the most or nothing. The ranger said it wouldn't, wouldn't have cost anything, but it was hard to trust that. So uh, I got to the ambulance. They called an ambulance, went to the ER. I had to wait about three hours before I could get my um, uh, dislocation back in place. And it actually took about 45 minutes to an hour because... Uh, I was not going down without a fight. I tried with the, the, um, the laughing gas, the um, nitrous, and it wouldn't put me down. And they're like, ma'am, can you still hear us? I'm like, I can hear you loud and clear after breathing it in and breathing in. It wouldn't go down. It was crazy. It was really surreal. And finally, they, they, just, they just knocked me out with morphine and this other um, drug with a C name. I forget what it was. And then I... When I came to, um, my arm was in a sling. Everything seemed very surreal, like I had an out-of-body experience. <laughs> like My consciousness was fighting to get back and awake and open. And I could see, literally, I'm not making this up at all, just like bright white and blue lights kind of down a hallway. Maybe it's your, your, what your eyes do and kind of uh, refocusing and, and your consciousness coming back in. But... I, I think it's a lot a lot like what people describe dying and coming back to life might feel like coming back from that state of um, being out like a light um, so I came to and the pain was gone I had been in excruciating horrible like agonizing pain I even like 
made the doctors laugh. I'm like, I'd rather have a fourth child right now. It's, you know, the same hospital where I had my three children. And I'm like, I'd rather just be upstairs having a fourth child than to deal with this pain. Um, anyway, so the doctors were really nice. They were really busy and didn't even have time to check out my concussion to see if I had one. My head was bleeding. And so um, I had the MRI. Um, it's been a ch- tough, tough week learning how to manage with one arm. I didn't realize that our bodies are such you know, symmetrical two-part system. So when you're moving your left and try not to move your right, you're, you're, they move together and they, they affect each other. So you have to really pay attention to isolating the movements. And um, I'm bummed. I was having a great racing season, just being new on the Hello Mellow team. And uh, we were just starting our Dirt Crits race series just every Wednesday, local races. I'm missing one tonight. I'll get back out there and volunteer um, and, you know, until I'm healing. But week two, more movement in my arm already. It was completely lifeless, like just two days ago, just not being able to move it every day. I feel better. Uh, Wish me luck. Um, This is uh, life changing. Um, I'll be a different writer from this point forward, following my instincts even more when I'm as I'm going faster and faster and gaining more and more speed and I will not ever make the mistake of not having the right gear. That's principle number two. It's I did not take the time to change my racing tires, which were balding, to my heavier tread tires. The trails are really fast right now. There was no grip, no traction, and my front wheel washed out and I flew. So I will not make that mistake again. And um See you next time and wish me luck in my next few days of recovery. Hey guys, it's Liz Donahue. I'm off to Annadale State Park again, um, my hometown park, and I'm just a little nervous. It's only been three weeks before, or sorry, since, <laughs> um, since I crashed. Um, on uh, June 6th, so it's uh, you know just about just a little over three weeks, and uh, gosh, so many things are going through my head when um, you get hit like this with something that just knocks you literally to the ground. <laughs> like you have to re- rebuild yourself back up again, and literally my left shoulder is not as straight. It's not the same height. It's not functioning the same way yet it's got less less muscle mass and a lot more pain it's going to take a while to heal but I don't want to stop writing I don't want to keep I don't want to quit and just I want to take it easy and see how my body reacts and feels a lot of the times when I've hurt myself pull the muscle which is quite different I'll like work it out on the ride and the next day I'll be fine not really have any pain kind of works itself out so we'll see hopefully a little uh, that will be coming through I've been taking really good care of myself Um, that's one thing I'm really learning is is I'm a little bit on my own I'm a single mom Um, I do have a lot of loved ones around me and my girls and my boyfriend but I can't rely on them I've got to be like the head of household still and um, not bring down the family and bring others down by over relying on them when I've got to build myself up a little bit more and more every day. And so 
you know, every day I get a little bit stronger. Um, I went from not even being able to get dressed and get in and out of the bathtub by myself and to now um, I feel a little stronger. I can, I got a little more flexibility. I haven't even gone to um, the physical therapy appointment yet. It's not even, it's Kaiser. It's not even until like July 17th. That's a long time to wait. So I'm just doing, doing like a little bit of stretching every day and a couple different um, shoulder rehab movements and um, trying to be really careful not to pop it out again because <laughs> there's a big chance that it could pop out again, um, like 40% chance. If I had surgery, it would reduce that down to only about 30% chance of, of it not popping out again. So um, I hate that I'm weaker and... Um, not as just feeling like a superwoman. <laughs> like I used to get all my stuff quickly out the door, um, and now everything takes longer. There, in this sport, there's so much gear and and preparation, and from down to like your you know your knee pads and your elbow pads and you know, your arm pads, your shoes, everything. Um, prepping, getting it on, and making sure it's clean to begin with <laughs> and ready to go. It's a lot of effort, a lot of work. I'm tired already, and I'm not <laughs> to the park. So hopefully, like, wish me luck. Um, I'll have enough energy to make it through. So um, I took, you know, I think I totally took for granted, um, you know, what kind of shape I was in. I couldn't believe how, you know, how, you know, bouncy and energetic <laughs> my old self was, and I miss her. I want her back. Um, and now I have like, I feel like my arm died and I can't feel, uh, from the tip of my shoulder, um, down to like my mid arm is really numb. I don't know when it's going to come back. If it's ever going to come back, I don't know. Um, I've heard that it, it might, but it's been three weeks and it's pretty numb still, but there's more strength and less pain. So I'm going to try to ride. And getting out there, I'm just a little afraid. I don't want to crash again. Um, I rode too early last Monday, and I feel like every bump was hitting me hard, even though, like, you'd feel nothing if you're not hurt. So let's be careful when we're hurt. We're more sensitive. We're, every little challenge, every little issue can hit us even more, and so we can't overreact. We also have to be protective and um, I ended up not riding the rest of the week last week. Um, I ended up just going and hanging with the team and still being involved with the team, supporting them, even though I can't race right now. Totally bummed. But I went on um, Saturday morning, early morning, helped set up the Hello Mellow, um, Hello Joy ride, which is a monthly, end of the month women's ride for women of all ages and um, stages and levels and that felt really good to just you know have my my hot pink uh, jersey on and meeting new girls and seeing really young girls really like older girls too just getting out there and um, seeing them off <laughs> so we saw some of that on social media I thought it was a blast so there's like there's like 30 women out um, tearing it up out there so I, I thought I'd be a bummed and, like, kind of upset, like, you know, emotional and a little immature maybe on that day when I went there. And, and I just 
you know, I let it kind of let, um, let that go. It went with the flow and it's really important when things aren't kind of easy, just let go a little bit more, still maintain control and focus so you don't crash, but just kind of let the trail go with you and kind of follow who's in front. So that's what I'm doing right now. And I was happy to do that on Saturday and, and chose to be smart. Although I really, really wanted to ride. Like it's the thing I love the most to do in life. I'm really passionate about riding. I love it more than anything I'd rather be doing. Like I'm just riding. Um, there's nobody at the park today. It is empty. It's so weird. Anyway, there's usually tons of cars parked in the front parking lot right here. Nobody day today. Um, anyway, I'll probably see some teammates out there um, on the trail. But it's uh, 78 degrees. Pretty, It's pretty cool compared to the last couple of days uh, where it's been like high 80s, 90s. And so it should be good. Um, anyway, uh, I'm about to ride. Um, I'm going to take it easy. And I'm going to um, go up the trail that I fell on. Wish me luck. I'm going to go on Spring Creek. Now it's kind of like my favorite trail became my enemy trail. <laughs> my favorite trail became kind of my worst trail. So, um, anyway, wish me luck. I don't, I don't want to fall again. I don't want to crash again. But I also don't want to stop because then I'll be more likely to, like, lose... Um, or get, get more, um, uh, lose more muscle mass and get weaker. And I might be likely to fall then too, getting weaker, not stronger and, and continuing to get smarter as a rider. I feel like going into this now and in, into this ride just now I'm about to go into that. I feel like I have to be a smarter, more focused, more expert writer than ever before to keep myself safe but expert also means just kind of like it's cool I got this I'm not going to stress out too much otherwise if I overreact then I'm going to end up slamming on my brakes and flying over my handlebars again so and I wasn't going that fast when I did it the last time so um but I got better gear always get the gear you need at whatever level or stage you're at, and, and don't let your gear get worn out, outdated, like-minded. I ended up having, um, well, not outdated, but they were the wrong tires for the wrong terrain, right? So I had racing tires on, um, like I said in my earlier episode, that, you know, had no traction. They, they couldn't keep me grounded. Stay grounded so you don't spin out of control. There was no traction on that tread. I made the mistake, I got lazy, I got, you know, I took, I was taking things for granted, I won't do that anymore, I have my tire switched out, knock on wood, knock on tread, <laughs> I got brand new chunky um, handle grips, you know, the grips on your handlebars, super chunky, um, the guy at the bike shop said he doesn't even use gloves when he rides, and speaking of gloves, I got new gloves so that I have more, hand, you know, control and, and handle over the bike. Um, and I straightened out that front fork or uh, the handlebars that were crooked, not the fork, when I crashed. So I think I should be good to go. Uh, we'll find out. So don't quit your passions. 
even if something bad happens and just like if you get married and then you get divorced that's like a crash doesn't mean you can't get married again or have something better <laughs> um, so don't quit um, I'm not gonna talk to you next time hey good morning it's Saturday morning um, what is it July 23rd um, didn't even know had to check um, but it's a great morning I'm in California and it's Northern California kind of cool sunny bright like a little bit of heat already um, it's probably like 62 degrees right now so I'm about to um, ride at Annadale my favorite park and I'm really excited and nervous and been going through a lot um, since I dislocated my shoulder like six weeks ago I think it's gonna be seven weeks um, on Monday and um, trying to let go of it push through it um, <clears throat> Like, don't baby it so much. I made the mistake of babying my shoulder way too much and protecting the wound. And I learned a ton, like, metaphorically from that. You know, it's kind of poetic. Um, but if you if you end up, like, babying your wound too much and not letting um, the natural movement take place and get to the natural state that it was at before, my shoulder ended up just locking in the scar tissue. And the scar tissue is just like this you know, holding tight to the place that we were at when we injured ourselves. It's so interesting that, you know, these physical things are directly related to the emotional, you know, the behavior is so entwined with the emotion and the metaphors are real in our life because it's what we see. We are in our lives. We see everything around us. Um, we're relating things back to just the metaphysical, from metaphysical to emotional stuff. So here I am on my way. <laughs> I'm almost to the park gate and um, like kind of charging in I get so excited I'm about to like drive around people to get into this park um, I, I asked my teammates if they're gonna ride today and just threw a message out there on, you know on our slack um, the Hellamella team and most of them were probably out like in other states riding at different races and stuff like that so I'm probably gonna ride solo but back to the, the main topic we're gonna talk about which is um, don't let the scar tissue get you stuck in the place where you're at when you injured yourself. Like deal with emotions, the the uh, the pain. Um, be like take care of it, but don't over protect it. Like I did, I over babied it and didn't let it get back to that normal state, and it caused like this frozen shoulder, soldier, frozen shoulder issue. Um, which now I'm breaking up that scar tissue. We got to break up that scar tissue and don't let it put us in emotional jail or locking us, locking our brains up and our emotions up so we can't move even stronger and be even better than we were before the crash. So um, if I can't move around, right? Uh, well, there's a lot of bikers out already. I see some people. I don't know if I know them or not. <laughs> I always look to see if I know anyone, because um, um, most of the time I do. Anyway, there I see a couple of ladies and then one guy, I'm not sure. I recognize the helmet, but I don't think I know them. Anyway, um, back to our podcast. Um, so um, I ended up, like, for five or six weeks kind of 
icing, protecting, focusing on the pain and the wound. And if we do that, we just end up getting all this protective scar tissue all over the, all over the, um, the area that we're wounded instead of just like accepting it was painful. Really like making sure that you're pushing through and getting stronger again and not weaker and locked in like I did. And we can do that emotionally when we, you know, have a pain. You know, emotional pain is real pain. It actually physically, like, it affects the brain just as if we had a, a punch to our gut or something, you know, stabbing us or hurting us. That, that emotional pain is just as real. So we've got to deal with both of it um, and be fair. So, um, anyway, I'm, I'm going to park on, like, the side of the park this time in the shade. Um, I actually ride with my boyfriend, but I don't know, he's, he's probably riding later today on different schedules. Um, so I'm here at the park. Um, I am, I pushed through, we got to push through that pain, get to that movement and, and place and state psychology and, um, physical strength and where we're at before, learn it, learn the lessons, get even stronger from it. I've learned to be more careful. 